Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. I have a great guest here with me today. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Rick from the Rick and Naaman Relationship Talks with Rick and Naaman. I'm glad to be here with you today. Yeah, we're finally doing this. I know that I just did an episode on your podcast, and here you are doing me the favor in return. So we're going to get into it, yeah. But this topic is earning it. So we're going to have a talk about putting in effort for a romantic interest and how we feel when someone says you have to earn it. Mm. (laughs) So I know you have your own thoughts about that. So let's just start there. How do you feel when someone says you have to earn me? Uh, It's tough because it makes me think about when um, back in the day when people have to bring the father's sheeps and 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 cattle to to be able to get, get a woman you know what i'm saying so i feel like it's kind of a dangerous place to start because earning someone i mean i feel like you got to earn each other right yeah i agree but, kinda, but I, I don't know when it's like you got to earn me it feels just like uh it's like you're putting someone up on a pedestal almost it's mm-hmm. like you're on a pedestal and i gotta earn you i gotta earn my way up not not that we're on the same level i mean i don't know I- maybe I get that. I get that. That is that's a it's a real polarizing question. I asked what I always do is I ask this question to everybody I come in contact with and get their opinions. And what I notice is a lot of men have that that same mindset that you have. And it's not yeah. wrong cuz I think it's the terminology of having to earn, you know, in in pertaining to a person. And so people get hung up on the terminology of it. Have you had someone tell you that? I actually did have somebody tell me that. The The craziest thing was is that they picked me up at the bar. I was chilling, minding my business with my <laughs> friends, and she came and talked to me, and she asked for my number. We exchanged phone numbers, and we were talking for a little bit, and she was like, keep this up in your army. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, can I exchange you for something later on? Like, if it don't work out, can I take you for a Best Buy gift card or something? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So you feel like it's an unrealistic dating expectation or something that's unrealistic to say? I guess the thing is, is that the thing that I would ask is I would ask the person who's saying it. Right. Mm -hmm. So so somebody says it. And what they mean is that I'm just not going to give you all of me right up front. It's going to have to be some conversation and we're going to have to get to know each other before you get all of me in a way that, you know, like like a, a lot of excuse me, a lot of times people nowadays you get it all at the very beginning. Date one is it's all there. But I mean, like real, right? Real talk. But, you know, some people it's nothing wrong with being reserved. But for me, like when you say earnest, like what am I earning? Earning the right to talk to you, earning the right to date you. I just I guess I just really don't get it when people say that. So I think I think that's more of my thing. I don't I don't get what people mean when they say that. That's fair. Um, I had someone say, well, I've said that before. And I still kind of say it too, but um, I said it to this guy, and he he felt the same way you did. Um, and what I had to explain to him was the thing he was asking for was connected to like emotional labor, and he hadn't gotten to that. I felt like he hadn't put in enough effort for me to be able to do that level of emotional labor that he was asking for. Gotcha. I mean, that, see, and that makes sense. Like when you put it like that, you know, to where you, it's like, yo, this part is not open to you yet. You have to work a little bit harder to get access to that and show me that I can trust you. I feel like I have to trust you first means more to me than 
I, you got to earn it because I feel like that's just so. Uh, it's I, maybe it's just the word. Yeah, the term. I think it's the terminology of it. Like if you told me, like if me and you were talking, and you were like, "Hey, before we do anything, you know, you got to earn it," and it's like, okay, like I don't know what that means. But if you say, "Hey, like I want to be, I want to feel secure in our attachment, and I want to put some time into this before we go any further than this," and then I'm like, "Oh, yeah, totally get that." <laughs> so, do you feel like? Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did I cut you off? Um, so do you feel like women are socialized to earn men? No, I feel like it's the other way around. Really? How so? Yeah. I think that that men are socialized to earn women because when you think about it, when you when you start hearing about a uh, prize, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like guys are always like, oh, I got a prize. And the prize is the woman, you know? So you talk about who's the prize in the relationship. And, and I feel like that's a really unhealthy way of thinking about it because when you're in a relationship, you should really be two holes equally yoke just coming together and not oh i'm getting you just because like i earned you like i had to climb a mountain before you notice me i, I don't know it's <laughs> i just feel like it's a, a, a old way of thinking it is it's very old school but i think i i do feel like it has a place um but what i will ask is what do you think is the purpose of people asking asking or expecting for someone to earn them I, I just think it just showing that, yo, this is this isn't gonna be easy. Uh, I'm not somebody that you just met off the street. I actually have some self-respect and you're just not gonna get to my inner sanctum without working for it. That that's kind of how I equate that. Okay. Cool. Like, how would you equate it? Like what what do you so what what exactly do you mean? Like if you said other than that one time, if you say like you gotta earn me, what does that mean to you? So that means for me, it's it's kind of synonymous with effort, right? So when we're coming into a space and not saying I'm above anybody, but there's just certain things you don't automatically have access to um, when right. it comes to my connection with you. You have to build that trust, like you said, and you have to actually show me something before I can feel comfortable with that level of, of connection. So and and I feel the reason why I asked the socialization question was I do feel like women are more socialized though than men to earn. Like our whole our whole being is centered around getting the attention of men, uh, from the way we dress, from the way we have to present ourselves, to how modest we are or how out there we are. You got a whole industry around beauty. <laughs> And people injecting their butts, you know, with stuff. That's not, I don't think that's so much for their comfort. I think it is for the intention of men so that they can earn that place to feel like that prize. Does that make sense? There's so much, like, in that whole thing that I didn't see before. It's so much to unpack with it because I feel like a lot of women get beautiful for each other. Like, some, some women it's not necessarily always for a man. It's some, sometimes it's just to look better than everybody else. I feel like uh, women are in constant competition, at least some of them sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. But and what does that I, competition link back to, though? It's a, I guess competition would go towards the attention of a man. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess the thing is, is that I feel like some of that stuff goes without saying, you know? Yeah, it does. It if, does. I, if, if me, if so, if me and you started to talk, I would expect for me to have to put in work before you opened up and started sharing secrets with me because you have to feel safe. Right. 
the same thing will go with me. It's like I'm whenever you meet somebody, you're not just going to completely just open up like, hey, this is everything right here. Mm-hmm. It's like you it's levels to it. And even if you look in psychology books, there's different levels of sharing and you got to kind of earn it, I guess. To <laughs> you got to earn it. You got to you got to work on those connections to get to those next levels. So, right. I mean, but I, I, I guess it goes without saying earning it definitely does go without saying. But kind of when you draw attention to it, it makes it feel like, ah. Yeah. And in healthy dating, mature dating, you're earning each other anyway. You're earning that trust putting that time in you're earning that person's attention by actually being consistent and present I feel like it happens on a natural in a natural way when you're compatible with someone but when out here in the dating world now as a millennial um it's very different to see the dynamics of actually putting it in those terms actually being direct with it and seeing how people how people are responding to it because on one hand you know, they're like, I shouldn't have to earn anything. We're on the same level. You know, why are you the prize and I'm not? And it's like, that's that's not what I'm saying. But on the extreme hand, I can say there are some women who who want a lot and, and want a lot like soon. <laughs> you know, they, they want the guy to earn access to very little and they're not even trying to give anything in return. So, yeah. yeah. Have you had that experience, too? Uh, see, I'm a, I am I feel like I'm just a little bit different because when I meet people, I'm pretty open mm-hmm. and um, I don't have a representative that I put forth. Like, I just try to be me all the time. Yeah. And we're going into a relationship. I'm just going to give you me, especially if we're, like we're saying that we're going to date exclusively. I'm going to treat you like you're mine because you are mine, like not in an ownership type of way. Like you're not property, but you're just somebody that I care for. You're You're my person. Right treat you like that so I think just the perspective of people hearing the word earned just kind of rubs people the wrong way but I feel like when you describe it even from where I was coming from initially when you kind of describe it 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 makes a lot more sense because that's definitely something that people do and would expect to do but when you say it it's just kind of I feel like it just throws everybody off (laughs) yeah I told you I had a a good angle to come at this from (laughs) when I sent you the outline um Wow, what? <laughs> Mustard. Yeah, because like I said, the responses have been, you know, pretty much consistent with everything you said. The way I kind of wrap it up and look at it is we earn everything else in this life. That's true. Whether you earn a paycheck, you earn a job title, you know what I'm saying? You, you earn the right to stay in a certain neighborhood because you put the down payment on a house. Like it's, we earn everything, but when it comes to people, we think that's a little bit too much to ask for. I mean, cause I think things are things. Property is a thing mm-hmm. and people aren't things. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. just a, it's a different, you know, cause I don't want to be with anybody who gives me everything too easy. Cause if you're giving it to me too easy, then like you give it to everybody easy. And I'm not talking sexually. I'm just talking about if you open up, you open, it doesn't make you feel special. Mm-hmm. when you get into a relationship it's just an automatic thing yeah and yeah you got to earn it but i just wish it was a different word for it there are several different words i just chose the chose this one to be problematic (laughs) not a weekend song is that that 50 shades of gray song stuck in my head oh i know which one you're talking about you talk about the um the one that was on the first uh 50 shades of gray 
Yeah, all those movies were terrible. They kind of were. I like the books though. <laughs> the books were good. <laughs> but um, Jesus, what I was about to say. Oh man, I'm right. sorry. Did I? Did no, I mess you up? you're good. Oh, so one thing I feel like it's it's a way to set boundaries. Yeah. Um, healthy boundaries too, if you're using it in the right way. So, for me to tell men, hey, you don't have access here yet. You haven't put in enough effort. You got to earn the right to see what's behind this curtain, <laughs> so to speak. Um, that's a way for me to set a boundary and not just openly give myself to everyone because that's another thing that I was saying with this young gentleman that I was dating. I was like, listen, I've been in a place where I wasn't, I wasn't making people earn certain access to me. And it started draining me. It started putting me in a position where I was being used and it wasn't good for me in the dating world in even in other relationships. So it's a way for you to set boundaries to say, Hey, like you need to put in, you don't have enough of what it takes yet, you know, to get behind this. That's not saying that I'm above you. It's saying that I'm putting in effort probably. And I don't expect you to give yourself to me freely. Like you said, I don't want anything that comes too easy. But right. if we're going to do this, we're going to be putting in the equal amount of effort for each other. And we're going to pace ourselves, too. So, yeah. Great. <laughs> You're so smart. Uh, I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> what I do think is that a lot of men, I don't want to say just men. <laughs> not, let me not be that person. A lot of people have, <clears throat> my, my bad, a lot of people have, an issue with the whole earning because there is kind of a sense of entitlement with some things. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, especially our generation. How do but, you see that play out? Because everybody thinks they show up and they supposed to get it. It's like I shot my shot and you're supposed to love me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just, I don't, I don't see. I think more so of, how if I say, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you say, um, you messed up, right? Mm -hmm. If I say, if if I'm talking to you, you messed up. When you, when you say that, it makes it seem like only one person messed up. Okay. So like, if you say you got to earn it, it just psychologically, it kind of makes you forget that the stuff that they have to earn from you too. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to entitlement, I, I don't think people anymore really just are up for earning anything. They just want the things that they want. And I feel like social media kind of, what is that? What What's the word I'm looking for? It kind of not even evaporates. It kind of magnifies it because everybody sees these, these relationships happen so quick. And all you're seeing are the highlights on social media. Mm -hmm. It drives you crazy. Because you're like, hey, look, they've been dating for a month or they've been dating for three months. I've been in relationships where it's like, oh, they've been dating for like four months and they're getting married. And it's like, well, that ain't us. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they got going on in their relationship, but we're not about to get married after three months. Like, Slow your roll, need... girl. <laughs> <laughs> Slow it down. Slow it down. Let's get to know each other. So, I mean, I guess in, in, in a sense, that's earning it too. But everybody just wants, it's more like instant gratification along with the entitlement. Oh, yeah. Instant work gratification. Yeah. <laughs> I I agree with that. Like um like you said nobody post really post anything negative on social media unless they're crying and they want somebody to uh ask what's wrong. <laughs> I think going at their ex throwing subliminals. Oh god, that's Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but yeah, so I, I do kind of think entitlement plays a big part um, when it comes to like how I date men now is a lot of the stuff they want access to is it's not stuff they, like I said, put in the effort for. So if we're automatically, like you said, we're fresh in and you're thinking I'm supposed to just be open and yet you don't know the first thing about taking me out on a date, like what is, what's happening, you know? So no, you have to earn access to that certain, to those certain things, those certain parts of me. What I think is funny though is let's say you're in a relationship and you cheat. Yeah. We use the terminology when it's like, oh, I have to earn her trust. I have to earn her trust back. We use it then. And it makes sense then. And it's like, it doesn't bother me there. I, I could see. Right. Uh, but, you know, for other people, you know, I get it. Why do you think that is? Uh, you know, because I feel like you you had something and then you lost it. And earning trust is different from earning a person. And when you say just earn it, it just sounds like earn me in, in, in full and not just earn a part of me, I guess. And it, it's more tangible. I don't, it's like all of my argument is falling apart with every. <laughs> <new>. <laughs> hey, I gave you an outline so you could come prepared. Hey, I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm just growing from this conversation. That's all. Hey, I try. I do my best because I, I, I love learning stuff, too, because um, another part of it, someone gave me an answer earlier. They were like, they feel like it ties back into like daddy issues, which I'll be doing that episode pretty soon here. Um, so you look for people to earn the aspects of you that you didn't get in other relationships and in other connections. So if you had someone who, let's say they were emotionally unavailable, then you look for a lot of that stuff for that person to earn access or to give that to you up front. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, but I feel like that could be very toxic because you're judging everybody based off of somebody else. Mm-hmm. If I if I meet someone and I'm basing it basing how I treat you off of how all of my exes behave, then I'm not giving you a clean slate and I'm going to be putting burden on you that you don't deserve. Right. I think it is a healthy way to do it. It's don't come with all your your baggage ready to dump it on this new person. But do recognize how what you've learned for those other connections can be useful in what you're trying to to do with this this new person. And yeah. I think that's how that fits in there. It's like if I if in my other relationships, I didn't uh, require someone to earn certain aspects of me. And then I'm getting out of that connection and try to start a new one. I don't be looking for that person to show me they have what it takes to earn that level that that other person did and I think that's a healthy way to make sure you're not stuck in the same pattern of whatever you've been in like emotional neglect or financial abuse because some people just come and they be broke and don't you know it's just you know making sure you're breaking those patterns so it is a way to to kind of use this but so you feel like it's misused some way like a lot in in our generation I mean, I feel like it could be used correctly because, you know, a lot of times people end up dating the same people. Mm-hmm. Different people, you know what I mean? It's the same person, but it's a different person. <laughs> yeah. <With a> different <laughs> so, so, like, when you put it like that, like, definitely I could see it. But I feel, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like the biggest thing is that before you go to date somebody, when you first getting to, getting to know someone, 
you should make sure that those red flags that have been in everybody else that you dated are not there. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily putting any burden on them. That's just being um, observant. Right. And, and for me, I feel like it's really before I want to, I would want to get into any kind of romantic relationship at this point. I feel like friendship needs to be established first because I feel like a lot of people get into relationships, myself included, have gotten into relationships and you two ain't even friends. Like y'all just have this passion and this lust and this intimacy, but you forget about the friendship, which is going to be the base of the relationship when, you know, you guys don't like each other very much at that moment, Mm -hmm. but you have a friend that you can talk to about anything. So I, 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 I don't know. I think I feel like stuff in my life, just like everybody else's life, it, it, it makes things look different. You look at things through a different perspective. And I feel like anybody that has dated and went through stuff like that before definitely should look at people with a new perspective. But I feel like a lot of that starts when you first have that conversation before you even really start dating, you know? Right. Did you just call yourself out? <laughs> <laughs> call myself out for what? You called yourself out. You was like, you know, even with me. Telling us some of your backstory with your relationships. It's, it's real. Yeah. I mean, because everything that I talk about, everything that we are is based on previous experiences, right? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I call myself out all day. Oh, don't feel bad. I do it, too. <laughs> That's the only way to learn. And so I think a lot of people also have a problem with it because some people really just don't have what it takes to earn certain certain aspects or certain people, to be honest. Um I think a lot of people have never been required to. It's sad. Some of the stories that you hear mm-hmm. and like my co-host name he was dating somebody and they were out and she said, I really like you better than the person that I was dating. And he was like, why do you like me so much better? And she was like, you buy me stuff and you take me out. And it's like, really? That's the, that's the bar. That's the standard. That's, that's really it. Low. Like I'm nuggets and like, I'm way better than the other guy. Like, what do you expect? Exactly. What what have we been conditioned to expect is the question. And exactly. I don't know. Let me ask you first and then I'm going to get to my point. So what yeah. have you been conditioned as a man in the dating world to expect from women? I don't feel like I've been conditioned to expect enough. You know, I feel like a lot of times I'll fall into infatuation. Mm hmm. And I'll be blind to everything else that's going on in the situation. And there's times where I haven't been getting my needs fulfilled. And that's just like emotional and conversational and all of that stuff. And, you know, I kind of disregard it because, I mean, I think I was listening to your show. Somebody was talking about how a lot of times we forego our needs to try to compromise with somebody else. And some of those needs that we forego is stuff that we actually need to be happy and whole in ourselves. Right. Don't give me that credit because I'm trying to think of what episode. It could be somewhere up in one of those episodes. <laughs> it was one of your episodes. I'm pretty sure it was. But yeah, so that that's kind of like we're just taught to sacrifice as men. At least I I was, you know, you uh-huh. just used to sacrificing for the better of the people around you. And sometimes you sacrifice too much and you end up hurting yourself. And any in any relationship you're going to sacrifice, but just make sure you're not giving up a part of yourself that you really need and that you really shouldn't be giving up. I, I can agree with that. So I do the episode I think you're referring to is the black men self-care 
where yeah. he he yeah. stated that a lot of uh, men get into a headspace where they've been conditioned to just sacrifice for the family, sacrifice for the woman, and so if that woman isn't coming equipped to actually ask these questions and provide that emotional support, then he's going to be invisible. You know, he's going to be seen as just what he is, a provider and, you know, just the man in her life and pretty much nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. And you can fall into those that so easily. And I feel like it's like a lot easier for, um, for women to realize what they're what they're lacking and they'll say like I'm not getting anything from this you know and it's been times when I've been in relationships where it's like what am I getting out of this right like I enjoy your company but am I mostly being fulfilled am I you know is she speaking my love language Mm. are we spending the time that we need to spend together when we spend the time together is it is it fun am I enjoying myself or am I just doing everything that she wants to do are is it always good when she wants to do stuff? And then when I want to do stuff, it's like a horrible time or, you know, like if you really start to examine, you start to see a lot of things that you miss. But I feel like when you're in love or infatuated, you get these blinders on. So I'm, I'm thinking that's where that terminology love is blind comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because love, you miss a lot of stuff, a lot of obvious stuff too. Don't I know it? <laughs> I am there with you, but you, you really said something important um, that, you just when did you start like reflecting on that stuff like were you still in a relationship when you started thinking about how you weren't being fulfilled and how she wasn't earning a place like a real place in or you weren't I don't know I don't how I'm trying to say this she wasn't earning certain aspects of your personality and what you needed and wanted yeah I mean it's been it's been several relationships that I've been in and as I mature and start to think about it, it's been times where I thought about it in it. And I actually had, I was actually in a relationship where somebody said like, I don't know what you, like what I'm getting from you. And I sat there and I thought about all the things that I was providing mm. as a man, you know, it's like, I wasn't her husband. So I thought, I thought of all the things I provided. And then I, at that moment, you know, when somebody points the finger at you saying you're not doing something and you reflect, at least I, I like to reflect on myself and think about it. But sometimes when you ask that kind of question, it kind of makes you ask that question too. Yeah. What am I getting? And I said, hmm, what am I getting? Am I getting anything? And if that's a no, then it's like you really have to do a head scratcher. Like, is, is this worth it? It's just, is love enough? Just you know? hell no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big question. I, I haven't enough? figured that one out yet. But it's I'll not. Get back to you. <laughs> it's not. Love is not <laughs> enough because... Love is not all it takes to live. Like <laughs> you need food, you need water, you need emotional support, you need all these real things that that feed into you actually being a healthy person. And when people stop at the love level, you miss the friendship level, you miss the provider level. It's it's so many other things that go into having a healthy connection with somebody that it can't just be only love that you have. It gotta be like a lot of communication too. Oh, if yeah. I if I can't, if if you can't communicate with me as your lover, telling me what's going on in your mind, number one, like who are you gonna communicate with, and that kind of is like a red flag. You can't communicate with the person that's closest to you. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel like I trust you enough with my secrets to be able to communicate with you, then that's a that's the big problem. Because what ends up happening is you have like a usher situation where you got a best friend and you're telling that best friend, and you know. 
it's just not a good situation to be in because you never want to be confiding stuff about your lover to somebody else. What was that song? Oh, uh, you make me wanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's real though. I mean, because a lot of times that stuff happens. It'll start out really innocent, and somebody like I can't talk to you, so they'll talk to somebody. Like a lot of times, I like having female insight when I'm, you know, when I'm dating, just because. I want to hear from a female point of view because I'm a man mm-hmm. and like you guys have a different perspective. And so it's like, I want to hear from you. But if you have that all the time where you can't share the things that you need to share with your, with your mate and you're going with that information, you're establishing a different kind of intimacy with somebody that's not your mate. Right. And that, that can be very dangerous, especially with hormones and emotions and somebody mess up one day. And if somebody has feelings, you know, it could be a very bad situation. Yeah, and that's why love isn't enough. Compatibility, interest, passion, like all that stuff, like lust, it plays a part in having a connection with someone. It does. It's a lot that goes into it. The more I think about it, it's like it's, it, it exhausts me thinking about how hard it is to really just get into a relationship and all the different aspects that most people don't think of to really make a relationship work. It's just like, whew. Man, do I really want to be in a relationship or do I just want to be single? Listen, this is where I'm at right now. I'm just like, y'all take a lot. And half the people, like I said, they're not coming equipped to to even put in the work. Because that's really what, to me, this all boils down to. Putting in the work. You know, I'm putting a, a word on it. But really, can do you have what it takes to actually get to this level? You know, because once we get in a relationship, it's not going to be any easier. <laughs> you still have to constantly work towards things with me we're gonna have to work on our connection together and if you're trying to tap out at round one then h- how can we ever really sustain this thing that we got going on yeah and that old saying like 50 50 it's not 50 50 it's 100 100 y'all both got to be given 100 percent for it to really work right because i'm not bringing 50 percent of me to to complete you i'm not doing that <laughs> you bring 100 percent to the table for for both sides, you know? Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't, I mean, it's like a lot of times I won't even, it's like, look, just do something. Like, give me something. It don't have to be the same thing because we'll pick each other up in different aspects. So if I'm paying, you know, for all of the meals, like it's something that you're doing more than I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's it don't always have to be 100, 100, 100 in every situation. Like we don't have to split meals and stuff like that, but it has to be that trade-off where you really feel like you're getting something from the person that you're giving to. You're shifting with each other, right? It somebody is going to be strong in one area, the other person is weak in. And so that's when when compatibility comes into play. And so when we talk about earning it, I think about my dating situation and the fact that for me, I need you to be more than a provider. I'm a provider for myself. So you know, it's great because there's a lot of people out here that don't even know how to take care of themselves properly. But yeah. for men, I think a lot of them stop there um, at being the provider. But what about the emotional support piece? You know, I think it's a, a really cool way of thinking, though. Yeah. And I feel like it's really bad in African-American culture just because of how hard we had to struggle and the way that things were brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was like the man had to go out and provide and then the woman stayed home and took care of the kids. And that was just barely scraping by. Right. Now a lot of things are changing and, you know, you see these women who like y'all be making, y'all be making some bread and y'all be like, no, you got to bring more than money to the table. Yeah. I don't know. We'll rather be alone 
than to have to be with somebody who's not going to meet them at their level. And that's only fair. And I, and that's why I feel like earning it is not a bad thing. It has to be an established boundary, an established standard. You know, it's a standard. You have to have this in order to get that. If you're coming with less than this, then I can't help you because the bare minimum is not working. It's not, it's not healthy for anybody. And when you come with just being a provider, which a lot of our grandparents and everything had, you know, they had that and that was enough. Right. But that's also why a lot of them have mental health issues, <laughs> you know, because they weren't getting the other pieces of the puzzle. It was a different time. Yeah. It, it's just so much that really goes into it. And uh, a lot of times we aren't aware of where we're lacking at. Mm-hmm. And unless you really want to look inside of yourself when something is happening then you're never going to really grow. So I feel like you, you should just always be growing. And a lot of people think that they're, they're where they need to be. They're at the pinnacle and there's no higher you can, you can grow. But thing is where you at right now might be the pinnacle of where you could go, but the world is shifting all the time. Things change all the time. Yeah. People change all the time. So you got to be willing to shift and change with things as they go. I agree. Okay. Come on, healthy black men. <laughs> so, Last question. Do you feel like we reserve the right to say you're not worth that amount of effort to people who say earn it? I mean, yeah, I feel like I mean, I feel like God gave us free will. We can use it however we want. Like, (laughs) should we? Maybe, you know, but. If somebody's not worth it, so when you're dating somebody, if I'm if I'm trying to date somebody and we're going to know each other. And I'm always the one that call and I'm always the one that texts. And if I say, like, I'm not going to text for two days or call for two days and our week goes by and I haven't texted or called and you haven't called me or texted me, then that means I'm chasing you. But it's it's OK for me to be the pursuer. But we want to be pursued, too, in a way. It doesn't have to be 50 50, you know, mm-hmm. but we just want to make sure I want to make sure me personally, I can I can speak for myself. I want to make sure that. I'm not chasing someone who won't chase, run towards me. I don't want to have to be running behind you. I want us to be running towards each other. Right. You want to make sure that interest is, mu- is mu- bleh, mutual. <laughs> yeah, and that you're willing to put in the work and that you're willing to fight. Yeah. Because if you have one argument and you build something and then it's like I'm out and then I'm the only one chasing you and you still running away and I got to convince you to be back in a relationship with me, then that's that's not the thing I want to be in. So I feel like at a certain point, everybody should, for a healthy mind, can say this is not worth the effort that it would take for us to be where we want to be because you're not giving me what I need or you're not worth it or this relationship's not worth it because you don't always have to mess up. You know, you could do everything right and still not be a good match. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like people need to get past if, if she says that you have to earn it and you're not willing to earn it, that's not an L if you say, no, that's not for me. That's not something that I'm either capable of doing or that I feel like I want to do because our connection is not there. Right. And I feel like that's a very healthy way of thinking, but I feel like everybody's always trying to win and they think whenever a relationship, I mean, you even think of it, a relationship fails or a relationship, are you break up that they think that's the end of the world and that, that, that's bad. It's not always bad. Sometimes that's the best thing that could ever happen to somebody. It's a new opportunity. <laughs> you know, it don't feel so great in a moment, but that's really what it is. It is, but 
you know, it's it doesn't make it any easier to deal with. But when you really sit there and you make sure that you take care of yourself because you're stuck with yourself, no matter what, even if you find a person in your life, you still got to be stuck with yourself, yeah. even when you're not with that person. So do you feel like because you mentioned some something in there where do you feel like a lot of women expect to be chased? Yeah, I think so. Or pursued. Do you oh, think my, that it's reciprocated back or it's kind of one sided? It's reciprocated. And I feel like it kind of goes back to the earned it thing in itself, just like cursory. And I know it's, it's, I feel like there's many different aspects of it, but like a lot of women, I mean, I feel like a lot of people, I'm not, not even going to put it on women. A lot of people feel like they're the prize, right? So if you feel like you're the prize, then you feel like, some people feel like they don't, they shouldn't have to do anything to get everything. So it goes back to that entitlement. So if I if if I feel like I'm the prize and I feel like I got it all going on and you should be running to me, then I'm not going to chase you. I'm going to let you chase me, especially if you're used to people doing that. Oh, yeah. So if a woman has her stuff together and she's used to men chasing her and somebody's chasing her and not chasing back and that guy's like, I'm done, you know, she's not going to chase back because she got options. I think about when I was dating in college and I had, you know, multiple women to choose from, you know, you had, you have okay. the rotation <laughs> college, right? <laughs> I mean, everybody, everybody was like that in college. I, I think, I don't know. Maybe I'm telling on myself, but no, I didn't have a whole phase in college. I waited till afterwards. I didn't it do was, college. Right. Yeah. I wasn't even getting it. I wasn't even getting it in like that. to where I could even call it a whole phase. <laughs> it was just, I had multiple people that I would be interested in and I would spend time with and enjoy their company. But the thing is, whenever you start to build a relationship with multiple people, you could be building a stronger relationship with one. And one thing will happen. And it's like, ooh, I don't like this. They're not available. Next. Instead of taking that time to build a new relationship, like to build on that thing that you like, Mm -hmm. you just go to what's easy. Because a lot of times we just want the easy thing instead of the thing that takes work. So that's what it is. We want the easy thing instead of the things that, that take work, which is earning something. And so if somebody comes to you and be like, hey, you got to earn this, you be like, I ain't really in the mood for this. <laughs> I was just trying to have a little jump off. I think that's a lot it. of people are there. So like, honestly, it, it, I think it all depends on the, on the person and the situation, too. Mm-hmm. So like I told you that story before. Like, I'm like, you picked me up. You had the interest. You came over. I wouldn't even have talked to you if you hadn't came and talked to me. But if it's somebody that I'm interested in, like, you know, certain people are worth it. Like a woman such as yourself. Like if you told that to somebody, I'd expect them to be like, yes, that's that's awesome. Like, I definitely will try to earn you because you're worth earning. You hear that, men? Don't come to me with that sloppy second or whatever you got, that soup sandwich. Come to me ready to earn it. <laughs> no, I got to step it up for my girl. Okay, y'all can't come at, come at her sideways because she got her stuff together. So you having your stuff together is not enough for her. I do not have my stuff together. But guess what? They still come and don't be prepared. I just, I don't know. What am I, what am I doing wrong, Rick? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the choices. Maybe it's just the time. I feel like every situation you're in, I feel so it's it's a quote that I like to talk about. Um, Nelson Mandela, he said it. He said, either I win or I learn. Oh yeah. And so every every relationship and a loss. So that's kind of like when you're online and you and you're hearing people arguing, she's like, I gave you 10 years, or I gave you five years or seven months, whatever it is of my life, and it's wasted. It's like, yo, if that's wasted, then you did something really wrong and you're not reflecting on the situation and the things that you did and he did. 
if you're not learning anything from a relationship that you've been in and you're not growing from that, then you're missing the whole point and you're going to continue to do the same thing because you're not learning from your mistakes. Right. Because I'm a lot of my growth came from people not knowing how to earn it. You know, <laughs> you know it, a lot of it came from my mistakes in dating and the dating choices I was making. And like you said, it is a personal you have to take accountability for how you participate in a lot of the stuff that is unhealthy for you or isn't compatible for you and doing that self-reflection getting to that point where you're like all right something's got to (laughs) change so let me put these boundaries up let me make sure I'm requiring the level of of effort that is is reflective of my self-worth and I feel like you take something from each relationship so Mm You know, for a woman who's used to being around dudes and the best they can do is chicken nuggets. It's like, oh, I got some chicken nuggets, right? And, and that's 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 love. Oh, it's like, I at least got to get some chicken nuggets. But then she gets with somebody who has her stuff together and it's like, chicken nuggets, you know, we're going to go to whatever fancy restaurant is. I can't think of one off, offhand, Ruth Crest or something like that. And I'm going to take you out for a full meal and, and we're going to go and we're going to do this. And she's in that relationship for a while. She starts to expect more because she's starting to see her worth. And that that growth, a lot of people, you don't want to go back to, you know, just expecting chicken nuggets. You expect more because you know you're worth more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're in situations, even when it doesn't work, you help, you help each other grow. Like, you know, so like some women help men dress better. <laughs> you think that's a thing? I mean, I think it's a thing. I, I I think it's a thing. Like some people are pay more attention to that stuff. But I mean, it, it's here and there. It's definitely something that happens. But, you know, some I've seen a, a meme and, and I, I couldn't agree with it more. It's like sometimes you are setting the person you with right now up for the person they're supposed to be with. So you're teaching them things and it might not be for you. It might be for the next person. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow and it's a pill that I had to swallow several times. But, okay. <laughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm gonna be real with you. I feel like a lot of people don't understand what love is. And if you really if you really, really love somebody on the real, you want the you want what's best for them regardless of you. Cause love is love comes with sacrifice. You were willing to sacrifice for somebody. So if I'm with somebody and I see that we're not making each other happy and we're not growing anymore. We're, we're drifting apart. I would rather that person find someone that makes her truly happy than to stay there with me, even though I love her. Right. That is mature but love. That's so that's sacrifice because you got to one. You got to realize that if it's somebody better than her, you want her to have the best. And if that's not you, you need to move along. If you're not willing to commit and do the things that she wants to do. You need to move along. Yeah. If if you get into a relationship, for me as kids, if I get into a relationship and you're like, oh, I don't want kids. It's like, well, I do. So that's kind of like a stopping point for me. If we can't compromise to figure out how to have kids, then that's a stopping point for me. Some people is marriage. I mean, mm. it's marriage too. I want to be married before I have kids, just for the record. But <laughs> you're like, let me put that out here for uh, the female builders. <laughs> You know, baby mamas, really. No, I, I just want a wife. Um, just one. And but you think about like women who wants want to get married, and and the guy is like, they've been dating for four years, right? And the woman is like, I'm ready. I want to get married. And he's like, I'm good where I'm at. The worst thing that could happen is her force him to marry her. 
that's the worst thing you could do because you never want to force somebody to do something like that or make them feel like that's the only option. But at the same time, you need to set it to be clear that if this is not something that you're willing to compromise with me about, if we can't agree, and this is something that I need, if it's something that you need, then I feel like you can't sacrifice and you got to know when it's time to move on. Right. Because sometimes you you reach your, your glass ceiling with certain relationships and you got to know when to let go. And um, like you said, it's it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow to understand that we are helpmates to each other in our experiences. You are probably a lesson to someone just as much as someone else might have been a lesson to you. And that's how this whole thing works. That's how we build up this maturity and these healthy dating standards for the right person. So are we agreeing that earn it has a place? I feel like, I mean, I definitely feel like earn it has a place. I just feel like with anything, the way you present it mm-hmm. makes a difference. Yeah. If you present it the wrong way, then you're automatically going to turn somebody off. It, it's things that you could say and you could say it in two different ways. and It's going to be taken two different ways. You know so, what I think of all the time when I hear, uh, when I think about this, um, this topic, I don't know if you ever seen, um, What's that? What's that Steve Harvey movie? Oh goodness. The Think Like a Man. And oh. the uh the scene where she was like, I don't get into car door I don't get into cars <laughs> that uh, from men that don't open the car door for me. And he drove yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. If that's not your thing, you know that's not your thing. If you're mm-hmm. not willing to do that, make that little sacrifice to make her happy, then maybe that's not the person for you. Yeah. It's so real. I mean, it's just, I respect the woman with standards. So that's why I can't even, I'm going to have to turn back. Like, I definitely do feel like earn it definitely has its place. I feel like the way you you communicate with that, communicate that to someone is very important. Yeah. But you definitely want a woman with standards. Fellas, you definitely want a woman with standards. <laughs> this woman has standards. Woman, you definitely want to have standards because you don't want somebody to run over you. Right. You want somebody who can be ran over. So I don't know. Standards. (laughs) So um, I like this conversation. This is really good. Yes. Healthy conversation, right? Of course. Of course. So since we're one in the idea of earning it, let's leave off with telling them where they can find you on your uh, podcasting, streaming networks and all that good stuff. Well, our show is available on pretty much every platform, even Alexa. Now you can just say, uh, play the Rick and Eamon show, Relationship Talks with Rick and Eamon. That That's everywhere. And you can find me at Dodsism, and that's D-O-D-D-S-I-S-M. Yeah, that, look, I was always wondering how you pronounced it because I was like, I don't know how you... <laughs> How you say this? Somebody told me, like, uh, one of somebody was listening. One one of my neighbors, she she listens, and she was like, "Yo, like, it's not all I hear is Z's." That's, <laughs> I was like, "All right, let me let me slow it down." She said, "I talk too fast sometimes." I I do that too, and sometimes I mush my words. I'm I'm getting better, getting better I, at this. Criticism. People get mad when people tell them they're doing something wrong, but would you rather just keep doing it wrong and mess up? Right. But there it is. Growth. Growth. That's the lesson for today. Growth, people. Standards yes. and growth. You got to have standards. Because if you don't, you're going to be getting the same thing over and over and over again and not growing from it. And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep making the same mistakes. Right. Date the same people and expecting something to change. 
So keep earning those people. Keep earning that paycheck. And you can find me on Instagram at kinternet underscore the blogger. You can also follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures. You can also visit the website at letsbuildfutures.com. And Rick, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you for coming on to the show and sharing all that awesome knowledge that you just dropped on us. You know, anytime you need me, just hit me up. Right. And thank you for letting me persuade you to. You don't have to persuade me too hard, you know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Until next time, builders, stay, stay in touch.